Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Big Ticket, Variety and iHeart's new film podcast. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Today, we've got Keanu Reeves talking about the third John Wick movie. And then later, wait till you hear his idea about another speed with Sandra Bullock. It's all coming up today on The Big Ticket. So stay tuned. Hey, everybody. This is Jake Brennan, host of Disgraceland and The 27 Club. I want to talk to you about another podcast that I produce called Blood on the Tracks, the Phil Spector story. Blood on the Tracks, the Phil Spector story is a 10-episode look at the madness and genius of record producer Phil Spector. Phil Spector and the music he created shifted and shaped American culture. But behind his famous wall of sound, there was a darkness, violence, and an intense inferiority complex that those who knew him and worked with him were all too familiar with and that led to the senseless murder of actress Lana Clarkson. With Phil's recent death in the news, Blood on the Tracks has become all the more relevant. Just like Phil Spector, this podcast sounds like nothing you've heard before, because you can't push the needle into the red without leaving a little blood on the tracks. Listen to Blood on the Tracks, the Phil Spector story, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Right now, I've got Keanu Reeves. I sat down with Keanu in New York City where he was promoting John Wick 3 Parabellum. He returns for the third installment of the action franchise, but this time he's joined by Halle Berry, a very mysterious and very badass woman from John Wick's past. Hello, Mr. Reeves. Hello. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. So last night I tried. I tried to keep track of how many men you killed in this one. Why would you do that? Because I'm so curious to know how many I tried to do it. But in you're moment. watching a film. Why are you like doing like paying attention to that? You must not have been doing our job if you're like, well, I can see how you'd be like kind of oh, another one, another one. Okay. Well, how did say, you do? Um, I got up to about 15 and then you got to Casablanca. Oh, okay. And that. Yeah. But it's not just me in this chapter, right? No, We've got it's some not. new characters and there's some new things going on and there's some other people doing some assassinating <laughs> and fighting for their lives. It's pretty amazing. The fight scenes are just incredible. Oh, I'm glad you liked them. They're so impressive. I mean, it's just, I was just interviewing um, Halle Berry and we were talking uh -huh. about how they're like ballets. They're choreographed ballets. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it takes all of that kind of, I mean, I think they have things in common, right? So there's a vision for the fight. And through that is also the story of the fight and the story of the characters in that. And I think that's what the director, Chad Stahelski, really brings to it is that consideration that the fighting has to be part of the story for the characters and, um, and even for the kind of the creation of the world. Uh, and then the vision the team of people that goes into working the choreography choreography out, working it, introducing the performers, teaching it to them, us working with who we're going to fight with, introducing the camera element, the operators, mm -hmm. how to you know film it, shoot it, lighting department, production design. <laughs> I mean, it is a real performance. And um, and I think it's also there for, for me, part of the joy of that too, is that it, it hopefully is immersive and, and creates a connection between the audience and the character. Well, I kept grabbing onto my producer last night. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, let's just talk about the first kill that you do in the movie. Oh, yeah. That's so like, whoa! That's literally what I was like, doing. Oh my God. I mean, what was that? Oh, my God. cracked his neck on a book. Who are you giving it away for? <laughs> you gave it away. No, 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 I haven't. I haven't. There's so much more. I mean, do you even look at some of the, some of the stunt work or some of the kills going, oh, really? That's where we're going to go? Yeah. I mean, that was a lot of fun. I mean, I think there is something about the John Wick tone. Right. I think there is a tone that through the, the course of the films that I think we can say that's a John Wick tone, right? right. Like there is something fun about that. Um, I think even in all of the balletic violence consequence, there's always some kind of, you know, there's that motorcycle fight with swords. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's like, come on, <laughs> you know, but then there's some really close contact, right. intimate, you know, moments too. I mean, when you're, Fighting in Grand Central Station, yeah. and none of the commuters are looking at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, is John Wick in just a whole different? I don't even know what the scientific word is like in a different universe. Like you're not even on when you're not part of. Well, some people would say it's like we're in New York, <laughs> right? Some people would say that. Yeah. And for us, it was it was part of a a, a concept. Like we've always wanted to make a distinction between the real world and this hyper-continental high-table right. world, you know. Um, and some people traverse both sides, like in John Wick 1, Jimmy the police officer, right? You yep. know, like, everything okay in there? <laughs> you know, all right, have a good night, <laughs> you know. And, and in Chapter 3, yeah, we go in there and, and there's some violence, but we wanted to separate that, dis make that distinction, right. that there is a real world and then there is this other world. Um and I think it's fun. Again, I think that's fun. Did you ever think when you were making the first movie, we'd be sitting here talking about a third John Wick? Uh, no, I mean, you can't. I mean, it's really a rare, special thing right. that I think myself and Chad Selsky, the director, the producers are really grateful for. I mean, you really, you hope that people like what you do. And um, we certainly had hope and ambition for what we could do in, in, in John Wick. Um, so, you know, it's really to the people, to the fans who have said, okay, this is, we like this film. Right. It's really giving us the opportunity to continue. And, and that's something that you can't really, I mean, we were a small independent movie, right? right? We were, um, I think we were negative pickup. So it was like, we didn't know what was going to happen, <laughs> but we know we loved what we made and, and continue to make. And so, um, yeah, I, hopefully people will like chapter three. Number four. Are we set up already? Again, it's up to the <laughs> audience. I mean, I think, you know, we have tons of ideas. And like, you know, even from the first John Wick, we were like, what would happen? You know, we didn't think, but we were like, hmm. You know, hmm. and after during chapter two, we had some ideas. And so, yeah, I mean, we have some ideas. But, but then we also cook it up as right. we go along, which is cool because we're not beholden. Mm -hmm. It can be great to have some IP, but it's also cool to have freedom. <laughs> And Halle Berry. Halle Berry. So who came up with that idea? Were you guys sitting around going, you know what? She's Sophia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had a character named Sophia. And um, yeah, I don't know how that happened. I don't know. I think Chad was contacted. Mm -hmm. I think Chad, like, I think the script went out. Yeah. 
And um, I've come to learn that that Halle Berry was a fan of the films. I know she told me she was like, I love John Wick one and two. Yeah, I mean, because you know Halle Berry's badass. She really and, is. Uh, <laughs> she comes from badassery. She's gone to the school of badassery, and uh, or maybe she was a teacher. Maybe she was a founding member. Um, and uh, so it was cool that that she, that she was interested, and it was wonderful to work with her and you know her her commitment some people say they want to do john wick training and mm -hmm. that doesn't they get introduced to it and they're like eh <laughs> get me it's not maybe <laughs> not you know but that's been rare right. i mean like when i worked with common on chapter two he was like all in right. it was amazing and on chapter three to watch hallie because she had to work with these these animals right the belgian malinois yeah. the, the dogs and that was no joke. And that was, I'm, I think, I believe she was like at least six months yeah, involved she she, with them. They were tiny little puppies. And yeah, she was yeah. Trainer. So that's that's all in. Were you scared you of know, those she dogs? You know, she heard, she broke ribs. Yeah, I know. She was like, I'd see her at the gym. <laughs> I'd be like, wow. <laughs> and I think you see that on screen yeah. because her performance. That sequence is, is like, just phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Were you scared of those dogs? Myself? Yeah, yeah. When I first met them, certainly. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first thing the trainer said to me is, don't look at them. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're getting close, don't look them. Don't look at them in the eye. It sounds like some actors don't look in at Hollywood. Them. Yeah. Like, don't look them in the eye. Yeah. But these ones are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Canine killers. And of course, when they say don't look them in the eye, really what do you want to do? Yeah. Because <laughs> then they're running over to Hallie. She's petting them. <laughs> and I can't look at them. You know? Wow. And that's when I knew how serious it was. And yeah, everyone it took, I think the trainers worked with those animals for um, almost a year. Wow. For them to be able to do the uh, the uh, choreography. It really comes down to the dogs, doesn't it, in these movies? <laughs> I, I don't, no, it doesn't. No, no. They're fundamental and very important. So Hallie breaks three, what, three ribs. Yeah. Where are you in the injury-wise? Um, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I work with, you know, everyone. I, I didn't get injured, which was great. How do you and, stay uh, in shape to do that stuff? I mean, um, it's nuts. No, I mean, it's, I love it, you know, and I think, you know, love, love helps you. Mm -hmm. help, and I just have to take care about recovery. Yeah. You know, try and keep eating, eat right. And cold water is great. Hot water is <laughs> great. And massage is great. Yeah. And let's talk about um, some other scenes. I mean, let's just talk about it. every time you shoot someone in the head, you don't shoot them just once. No. You shoot them at least two times. Well, that's because of, I mean, I don't, please don't give anything away, no. but there's some circumstances into this reason. For some of them. You, they, okay, they, okay, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Sometimes you just, Sometimes you're just shooting guys twice in the head. Yeah. You got to make sure. Because what would happen? I mean, ta like, tactically, depending on what, you know, there are some tactical perspectives where it's not good enough for just one. But you're not shooting them even from far away from the I'm head. I'm just it's saying like tactically, tactically, it's not unsound. <laughs> some people might talk about rounds, you know, and, but, you know, but yeah, that's, it's John Wick. Is it fun when you're yeah, pretend fake shooting? Yeah, fake fun. Fake shooting fighting is fun. Head. Yeah, fake fighting is fun. I mean, it, it's, I mean, for me, it's a fan, not like it's a, it's a fantastical, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, to be able to have 
John Wick's agency and capability and all of that's like a you know it's cowboys right. and Indians well, right other, it's fun and the other thing is and ridiculous like I remember <laughs> like when Kill Bill came out and people said it's so violent so violent and I said but it's such over the top violence yeah. that it didn't affect me as if it was trying to be real right so John Wick like as much as yes I was grabbing onto my producer at times going ah. You yeah. know it's not real. So it yeah, I think in. it's like unless you're being affected by the gore, I think it's just the intensity of yeah. it, perhaps sometimes. And how much glass were you thrown through in this movie? Oh uh, yeah, that was I wasn't thrown. My uh, the the stunt double who plays John Wick is uh, Jackson Spidell. Mm-hmm. Uh, earned his money. <laughs> that that's where you draw the line, not being thrown into glass. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't let me do that. Would you want to? I'm, I'd probably do it once and then say, Jackson, <laughs> buddy, <laughs> you were right. <laughs> Why'd you let me do that? Well, it seemed like it was you. I mean, it's just well, that that's good. Whole, like hole of mirrors and the glass. It's yeah. just so genius. Yeah, it was fun. It's a, you know, I mean, the director, Chad Sahelski, really likes just demolishing John Wick. I mean, do you remember in chapter two, that stairfall mm-hmm. in Rome where they just keep going, <laughs> going down. down and down? Yeah, that was Jackson and Danny. And I mean, that's legit. And how many lives does John Wick have? Uh, I hope he has an, uh, enough. I mean, <laughs> I hope he has a lot scene, I'm not going to spoil it. There's one scene where I'm just like, yep, of course he survives. And yeah. he's never out of his suit. No. He never takes his tie off. No. Which I just think no. <laughs> John Wick. How many suits are on set for you? There's a bunch. I got like <laughs> I got super clean John Wick suits. I got John Wick fighting suits. <laughs> Bloody I suits. Got, yeah, I got the John Wick all torn up and beat up suits. <laughs> I mean, there's like a rack. Two racks. You should release the John Wick collection. I know. <laughs> I mean, that's that's Luca Mosca, the costume designer. Uh does a great job with um you're just masterful with all of the costumes right. and the tone. I mean, uh, him, Kevin Cavanaugh, the production designer, Dan Lawson, the cinematographer. Um, you know, there's so many people working who are so talented to create this world, you know. Um, I want to be in the world of the Continental. I Don't do you want to stay at that hotel? That hotel's amazing. I mean, I want to stay there. <laughs> that looks good. Now we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back... Keanu addresses the rumors that he's in the upcoming Fast and Furious spin-off Hobbs and Shaw. Plus, he tries to imagine another speed with Sandra Bullock. Ever thought you'd make a great switchboard operator? Or seltzer man? Or professional royal mistress? If old-timey jobs are your jam, we've got a podcast just for you. I'm Helen Hong. And I'm Matt Beat, and we host the new podcast, Job Salite, taking a look at jobs that used to be a thing and now... Not so much. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts. But don't take our word for it. Find Jobsolete on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Now, more of Keanu Reeves. Okay, let's talk Bill and Ted's. Oh, Bill and Ted. How exciting. Wacky, This huh? is just... Did I mean, you how ever many years think? I know. Ago. I think probably one of the first times I interviewed you, you were talking about there was a script being developed. Yeah, I think it like eight years yeah. ago, the writers approached Alex Winter and I about maybe doing something, and then we worked on some drafts together, um, and then it went through this shenanigans of show business rights right. and deals and stuff. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, it's been wacky. So, have you started shooting? You're shooting. This no. Um, so uh, we have a wonderful director, Dean Pariso, who's come on board, mm -hmm. and um, uh, yeah, it looks like they got the rights sorted. We got some dough, and <laughs> um, not a lot, not enough. <laughs> we don't have enough money. Anyway, um, I want more shooting days. It's a very ambitious story. Is it? Yeah. Anyway, they know I think we need more money. Did you ever think, how many years ago did you do the first one? That thought never Thir crossed 30, my 30 mind. 30 years ago? No. I mean, it's very, sur I mean, <laughs> life is amazing. Life can be amazing. But, but does it seem like, does it seem like 30 years? Absolutely. It's not 50. <laughs> I mean, it's not even water under the bridge. It's like, I don't know. It's like an ocean. It's like an ocean liner across an ocean. What other movie do you, could you see yourself coming back to? I've always wanted to, to play John Constantine again. Yeah, why? I just love that world too. And I love that character. Mm. Um, yeah, I just had a blast playing that, that character and, um, and in that world. No more speed. Could speed? Could you and Santa um, like get back yeah, on a bus together? I don't know. I've been approached by uh, by the producer of that, but I, I never came together. I know because I Jack Travin, <laughs> Annie, Jack and Annie. I just I, we were talking earlier about. It. I was like, we'll be sixty-five. <laughs> what it'll be, be like, like a, no it'll be one of those like you know those vans that they take the elderly around on. oh yeah yeah <laughs> i'm driving no, annie's driving because i don't remember where i am <laughs> i won't even care where are we going i want ice cream you shut up i'm driving now and you're going like 20 and, you know, miles an hour and you think there's you're going like fast? a thing there's a thing don't slow down <laughs> i'm making fun of something anyway <laughs> Yes. So no speed. <laughs> no more speed. I don't think there's any speeding for my me going along. No. Um, Unfortunately. Have you been approached for some of these superhero movies? I feel like I we should see you. Uh well that's kind. Um I had a I had a brush with a superhero movie, but it didn't work out. <laughs> a brush with I had a brush with a superhero um being a part of something. It would be yeah, it'd be fun to do. I mean, I think, you know, DC and Marvel are making really cool movies. I mean, this is opening weekend of Avengers, and they just announced Domestic Weekend. Yeah. 350 million. That's awesome. Worldwide, 1.2 awesome. billion. That's great. I mean, that's, I mean, what fun. I mean, it's like really crazy numbers. Yeah, but that's because people are excited to see the films and all of the performers and artists who have gone to making, telling right. these stories. This isn't just like a one-off. Right. Right? It's this a is decade. Like, this is like a lot of people have like gone into like, you know, making good stories and, yeah. and characters and visuals and a, an amazing movie going experience, you know? Mm -hmm. And there's nothing like it on earth. No. The resources to make that kind of art um is astronomical and for them to have the appreciation of the audience means they did something right i mean that means people are like yeah the movie it's characters i mean i think if anything it's it's just a testament to how well the artists and everyone involved have made a movie mm. you know and that people are excited to see and that like 
pays off. That like, I mean, that's like. And John Wick three comes out what three weeks after it? You're gonna take them down from that number one spot, aren't you? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, certainly. I mean, I want. I hope that people enjoy the film that we're making, yeah. and um, and and that's all. And if and if and if we've done that, that's great. And if we do it. Um, where the people who pay for the film, Lionsgate, say, okay, they like your film enough that we can do another chapter, I'd be honored and grateful. You know, um, that's, you know, we want to make, we want to make a fun movie. We want to make a good, satisfying John Wick film, you know? So are you in Hobbs and Shaw? What's happening there? I'm not, no. <laughs> you are listed on IMDb. There are stories that say you are in this movie. I don't know how that happened. I really honestly do not know that how that happened. so weird. I mean, I really, I mean, David Leach, who I worked with right. um, many years ago on The Matrix and then, you know, um, worked, you know, he directed uh, John Wick. Uh, I've been contacted, but I, yeah, I, I don't I have no idea how that <laughs> part of the story happened. That's very strange. Yeah, I mean, I've been contacted and I'm in conversation with them, but I don't. Well, hopefully it'll happen. Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, I mean, so Dwayne Johnson, Jason <laughs> Statham are amazing, and you can hold your own and against just, them. No. Yeah. Whatever. I've seen Let's what you not do go there. John Wick. That's John Wick. Yeah. You no, just twist man. A I'm just part of the core. I'm. If I was doing that, I'd be part of the chorus. Man. <laughs> I'm just like those those gentlemen. Those artists are fantastic, and and certainly in action, they're extraordinary. So two last questions I ask everyone. When was the last time you cried watching a movie? Um, crying watching a movie. Uh, where did I have some tears? Um, 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 crying watching a movie. Uh, what's your other question? <laughs> what's the one movie you could watch over and over again and never gets tiring? Uh, gosh. Um, yeah, I don't have like a film that I like, okay. I, I mean, there's films that will come on and I'll be like, okay, we, let's, we, we're watching that. Right. Um, you know, I think a lot of, you know, Scorsese films are like that. They're so seductive right. and, and great um, and entertaining. Uh, you know, Apocalypse Now comes on, you're like, Okay, I'm watching yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's happening. Um, what else? What was the other one? What? Crying. Yeah, I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm crying in a movie. Oh, I can't remember. Are you a crier? Uh, I'm not a cry. Yeah, I like the movie. It's it's good to get moved and yeah. you know see that. Um, I'm trying to think of the films right now. There's some. Are there any tear-jerkers out there? Which ones? What were the movies <laughs> the that Aven came out? Avengers Endgame. I, I haven't seen it yet. A lot of people are crying. I bet. I, I did. I did. I got a little emotional. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so I want to tell you why I cried. I know. What else? Well, you I gave stuff away for John Wick, but with Avengers, you're not going to give anything <laughs> away? Well, you're all secreted now? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, had to, I had to do well, the you... Avengers junket. We weren't allowed to see the movie. Do you know what that's like? To try well, that, to talk to someone and you no, haven't seen the movie? That's, that's, that's not fair. It's hard. It's hard to do your job. Right. And then they sit down. I say, okay, let's talk about something else. Yeah. I mean, it's not, that's not cool. Right. Thank I you guess for being for, cool. 
Yeah, I mean, but then I guess they want to control the thing. The spoilers. Yeah, because actually, you know what? <laughs> They're smart because you're a spoiler. That's what, you know what? Like yeah, in spoiler the, alert. You're a John spoiler. John kills people. The, yeah, that guy, he's just a, like in the breakdown of the of the analysis of you, you know, of the analytics of you. He's just right there. He's, just, he's, like, he's a spoiler, right? Maybe they just told you there was a whole you know thing that like maybe you were the only one who didn't get to see it. Wow. And everybody else was in on it. Or maybe or maybe they showed me a different John Wick. That's not the real oh, John no. Wick because they knew I was going to spoil it. No, because I was played John Wick in what you talked about, which at you least gave you say, away. At least you say you did. No, no I'm, not, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not joining your conspiracy well, you're ring. Thank you, sir. All right, this cheers. This is awesome. That was Keanu Reeves. Thanks so much for listening. The next episode, I'm at the Cannes Film Festival. It's all next week on The Big Ticket. <laughs>